Hey, Grace Gang, what's up? This is your anchor, Q Kwani, and I'm here with another episode. Happy Sunday, everyone. Uh, I hope everyone had a great week. Um, this week has been super busy for me, um, but I I made it. Um, so I just want to jump right into the episode um, today, and I'm sorry I keep saying um a lot. <laughs> I just noticed that. But, you know, today I just want to talk. I just want to talk um, about some things that I have been studying and also things that I have been dealing with. And even this morning, um, I was dealing with um, like residue of pain Um And just thinking about the things that I had to endure. So this is one thing that crossed my mind when um, I was, you know, thinking about things that I've had to endure. And mostly is uh, being cut short from the men in my life. Rather, it was my father uh, who left um my life like literally walked out of my life knowing that I existed um probably I want to say probably around the age of two or three where he stopped coming to see me and I think throughout my years um that kind of set with me and still to this day I think about it like was I not enough for you to stay um to at least introduce yourself to me to where I could remember what was it about my life or who I was that was not enough for a person's heart to be turned to me. And of course, over the years, you know, you know, being mature and and also seeking God, I did notice that this, you know, rejection is a way of protection from God. I don't know what God was saving me from. Um, I do know growing up, um, one of my father's daughters had reached out to one of my sisters and said that he was on drugs for a long period of time. He was he would drink. Sometimes he would get put out of the house um, from her mother because of his drug abuse and stuff like that. So I do believe that sometimes we may not understand why people are to be out of our lives but it's also for our protection from something else that we have no clue of knowing and then of course you know in other relationships people left me and I've always felt like what what is it about me that is rejectable what is it about me that is you know that you can go on without your life not worried about how I feel. Um, did it hurt me when you leave? Like, all of those things. Like, I used to think about that. But I just feel like all that's some trash. Like, just the, the fact that I used to think like that is straight trash. Like, straight trash. Because it's like you have to replace all of those feelings with the Word of God. And you have to really like identify when pain comes and rise up in your life and to I mean dismantle it like take it off its horse and put it where it belongs and rise up and understand that my God 
does not want me to live my life in pain, period. If you have to repeat that over and over and over again, you break the covenant with pain and you restore the covenant with peace and love and a sound mind in God. Because what the enemy does, he comes he comes to make us soak in that. And I don't know if you can hear the, the, the difference in my voice when I talk about God. I get a little bit stronger. I get a, a little bit more like confident in talking about his word versus my emotions. At the beginning of this podcast, you can hear the sadness in my voice. And I'm, God has even allowed me to, to, to see that right now. The sadness in my voice because I was, I was agreeing with the pain at the time. I was feeling the pain at the time. So you can hear the sadness in my voice, but when I agree with God's truth for my life and the will for my life and to understand that you are the orchestrator of my life. So what that people walked out of my life? So what that my dad didn't have enough capacity to love me? So what that people that I loved that I thought would be the one for me walked out of my life and told me that I was a good person. They told me that there was nothing wrong with me. They just couldn't deal with me. They just could not be in my life. Even though it sounds good, that hurts. That hurts because even though you're telling me that I'm enough, I'm still not enough. I'm still not enough. So what do you do with those things? You break covenant with it. I don't believe the lie. I don't believe that I am not enough. I am enough. You know why I'm enough? Because God paid a price for my soul. He died for my sins. I was enough for him then. And I'm enough for him now. So today I want to encourage you to break covenant with pain because pain try to keep you in a certain area to where you can't grow and see the love of God. It's a lie from the pits of hell. Rejection is a lie from the pits of hell because what it wants you to do is to agree with it. I'm not going to agree with you. I'm not going to agree with you rejection. I'm not going to agree with you pain because I belong to my God. I am a child of the King. I am a child of the King. He saw me to be wonderful. He made me. He molded me to be who I am. And someone on this earth one day will see that I am worth it, that I am enough. They will see me as God sees me. That's why it says when a, uh, um, a man should love his wife as he loves the church, because as God loves the church, it's because God loves us. He loves the church. He loves his people. So when, when God gives a man a vision for you, he will see you as nothing less than that but God's love. No need to agree with rejection. No need to agree. One thing that I've come to realize that God's love is non-negotiable. John 4 and 16 says, and we so know and rely on the love of God has for us. God is love. He is love. When you accepted him in your heart, you have received the like love that is non-negotiable. He doesn't care if we don't love him back. We, we, we think that God needs us. He doesn't need us. God is God alone. He is, he, has, he is God all by himself. He does not need us, but he loved us even when we didn't love ourselves. 
His love is non-negotiable. Like we can't say, God, I don't want you to love me. He, that's impossible. That's impossible. He loves us. He shows us every day when he wake us up in the morning. He shows us every day when he gives us new grace and new mercy every morning. You got to understand that it doesn't matter about people. I'm sorry, y'all, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about people. They will walk out of your life. But God's love is non-negotiable. He cares about your feelings. He cares about your heart. He cares about the tears that you cry. That's why he said your tears that you cry will bottle them up. And you will reap in joy. He does not want us to walk around with a heavy heart. He doesn't want us to walk around feeling like we're worthless. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. You are somebody in God. And if nobody tell you, I will tell you today, you are somebody in God. Pain is a lie. Do not let it speak any purpose in your life. No. If anything, you let it push out the purpose of God. Push it closer to God. Because even the Bible says you come to God with a broken heart and a contract spirit. So use that broken heart to get closer to God. Ask God to fill those voids that are in your life. But don't you dare sit in that. We all face disappointments. We all face obstacles. We all face broken hearts at one point in time in our lives. But there is joy after this. There is a promise after this. And we have to reset our minds back on God and Christ. Align ourselves with the truth and the will that God has for our lives. To stay in a line means to stay anchored. And we have to stay anchored in God. How do we do that? By reading the word, by fasting, by praying, by, by, by literally talking to God all day. I, I have come to the point where I talk to my father all day about every, like, just everything. Like, if I'm feeling some type of way, I let him know. And if I know that how I'm feeling is not aligned, is not anchored, anchored in his truth, I have to cast that, 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 that thought down. I have to cast that, that speech down because I cannot allow it to build an altar and to grow from where I said it. Because if, if you, you don't notice that if you say something bad about your situation, about yourself, about your children, about your finances, don't say that. You, you cast that thing down because you're allowing it to build an altar and you're going to allow it to grow no cast it down burn that thing down because you do not want to live off of uh of negative thoughts and speaking negative over yourself if that's not what god says god says that you are prosperous god says that you are his child God says that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper and if you see a weapon form it deform it in the blood of Jesus you got to speak over those things as if there were. And you got to understand that you got to speak to your bank accounts. When you don't see enough money, God put some money in there. There will be enough of money to pay my bills. There will be enough money to feed my children. There will be enough money to put gas in my car to the end of the week. Speak things as if they were. You are a child of the king. You have authority to speak some things in your life, period. You have authority to speak some things in your life. So you want to, to, to stay anchored in the truth of God. And we got to understand that our foundation should be 
Jesus and obedience in his word, reading and studying every day. That is how you stay anchored in God. Your foundation must be Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Your foundation must be your savior. Your foundation must be your provider, your friend. He is your Abba. He is your father. You have to have a good relationship with your father. Not only that, you have to be obedient to his word. Don't just read it and don't just study it and not be obedient to it. Obedience sometimes forces you to deal with your flesh. Obedience sometimes makes you go against what you naturally want to feel. You naturally want to go off on a person. You naturally want to carry around anger. You naturally want to carry around sadness. You naturally, but God is telling us to go against all of those things. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Hello. And sometimes you don't want to do that, but that is called being obedient to God's word. And when you find yourself being obedient to God's word, there is a blessing in that. You will start seeing growth in yourself. You will start seeing growth and light in your own life. Why live in darkness when you can follow the truth and the light of the world, which is God? Whoever lives in love lives in God. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. People will look at you and they know that you have every reason to be upset with them. They know you have every reason to be mad at them for what they did to you. They know that they were wrong. But when they know that you are a woman of God or a man of God, they are still like a they are still holding you accountable as a person of God. And they still, they don't even, they, it's like they almost think you're robots. They almost think that I, I, I know that I did you wrong and I know that you're hurt by me, but I still have an expectation to see God out of you. Are they wrong? Are they wrong? Because if, if, if you live in God and God lives in you, other people should see God out of you regardless of how you feel. Now, I'm not saying they can take advantage of who you are. No, I'm not saying that you have to go out your way to be nice to them. I'm saying that you have to show godly um, characters. God, stay at peace with everyone. That's what the Bible says. Stay at peace with, find peace with everyone. Don't be somebody that goes into a, a place or establishment and start trouble because you're upset. Why? Why are you like doing that? Don't, the, the Bible says, do not let your um, good be spoken evil of. Like even though things happen unfortunately to you, you do not allow people or give people a reason to speak negative about your good character. We are Christ's representatives. We don't walk around doing anything and, and, and everything to other people just because they did it to us. If you don't have nothing to say, nice, don't say nothing at all. Honey, I do that all the time. I shut my mouth. If I can't say, hey, how you doing? I may nod my head and I keep it moving. Like, seriously, it sometimes is that bad. Is that bad? Because if I was to be in the place where I really want to be at, you would get the business. I'm talking about all the smoke. All of it. I will give it all to you. But because I love God so much. Because I love him so much, I refuse to waste my oil on you. Period. 
You don't deserve that part of me. But trust me, if I did not love God the way that I love him, you will get it all. And I ain't nothing nice, baby. People think they get over you. People think that they say things that you never really click and, and pay attention to what they say. Or people think that they can run game. Or people think that they can do things and you not notice them. But there is nothing, there is nothing that you can do to a child of God and get away with it. And the crazy thing that I was thinking today was, God, is not that I want anything bad to happen to people that did something bad to me. That's not even the case. Because that's not me. That's not my personality. My prayer is that I be okay with the fact that people did what they did to me. That's, that's my prayer. God, position my heart to be okay with being stabbed in the back. Position my heart to be okay with people breaking my heart. Be, be, uh, uh, Lord, put my, my heart in a place where I can be okay with people that I loved, that I loved, like with all my heart walking away from me. Help me be okay with that. That's what I ask for. I don't care what they do with their life right now. I don't care what who they with. I don't care who they talk to, who they associate themselves with. You left and that's good because it's probably was good for me that's probably was a God said thing that probably was a God move because God feel better for me he has better for me I'm not even worried about that what I'm worried about is my heart position bless me my father to be anchored enough in you Jesus that I can be okay with their moves and how they went about it and how they don't care about it Help me to be okay with it. And the thing about God's love is there are benefits that we can enjoy in the love of God. One is a, a gift of grace. It is a gift of grace. We have a gift of grace with God to where if his love is non-negotiable, his grace is non-negotiable. So sometimes he give us grace for things that we don't even think we deserve grace on. And if we can live in that and understand that we are not perfect, God, God is the only one that is perfect. And if, if we were perfect, we would not need him. We got to remind ourselves that we need the Holy Spirit to live a grace empowered life. Or we will try to work out and and um, our and sanctify our own flesh, and we can't do that. That's God's job. His grace and His His mercy comes with a high price. It comes with a high price that we cannot take it for granted. We cannot take the gift of grace for granted. Come back to the place where you can live in the grace of God. Give yourself grace too. Know that every day ain't going to be perfect. Know that, you know, every day is not going to be perfect. You will feel sadness. You will feel mad. You will feel angry. All of those emotions are actually good emotions because it's letting you know that something is happening in your life that you have to deal with. And when you deal with them, I just pray that you're able to deal with them in a godly way go to your word 
if you're feeling a certain emotion, it's okay to search that that word and that emotion, sadness, fear, um, anger. Search those words in the Bible and see what the Bible says about those things and start breaking covenant with those things that are not of God. If it ain't the fruit of the spirit, let's cast them things down and let's start. Let's start saying what God says, meekness, love gentleness kindness all of these things that are the fruit of the spirit start speaking it over your life you know wash those things out of your mind break the covenant of pain like pain is not your future no the joy of the lord is your strength and unfortunate things have happened to some people i mean some people childhood is nowhere compared to how mine was and then it's vice versa because God knows who could take what and who couldn't take what. Everybody's story is different. But we all serve the same God. And we all have the same access to him. So you have the, you have the ability to become whole in him and be anchored in his love and his truth for your life. Just like I do. His power is able to erase and take away the childhood trauma that you had no more than what I had. You may have been dealt wrong with in your life. Very, very bad. Very, very bad. Very traumatic. And I could have had a silver spoon life. But my adulthood was trash. You never know what people go through. I'm not saying that's the case, but you never know what people go through. So you can't measure your pain with other people's pain because God's grace covers it all. There is no pain that he cannot heal and there is no hurt that he cannot deal with. Our God is so amazing. So I encourage you today to not allow pain to take its place in your life. Be aligned. Be aligned, which means be anchored in his word to to take to replace those lies that the enemy try to arise in your life. Do not allow it to pull you back down to a dark place but speak the love of our God over your life so you can be connected and aligned to how he feels about you and ask God for strength so that you can you can understand why he loves you so much Take your eyes off of people. Take your eyes off of people who have left your life. And I need you to put your eyes on God. And put your focus on him. And everything is going to be okay. It is. I promise you. Things are going to turn out good for you Keep believing, keep speaking, and keep moving. Don't stop. Stay encouraged. I love you guys so much. 
I don't want this podcast to go into 30 minutes. It's 23 right now. So I will talk to y'all later and y'all have a wonderful day. I love you. I love you. And you have a wonderful week. Bye.